Let's get it on. We don't give a what, what, we don't give a what, what. Get it on the floor, get it, get it on the floor. Get it on the floor, get it, get it on the floor. You don't wanna party when your ass gotta go. You don't wanna party when your ass gotta go. And if you ride with this motherfucker, bounce to this motherfucker, freak to this motherfucker. Let's get it on. Welcome to episode 16 of Rants, Raves, and BS. We are back whole again. Everybody's on the show today. Uh, I got my boy, Jason, I'm Joy White, and my boy, Jeffrey. This is too damn good for you. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but all right, I'm holding it. <laughs> get the polo shirt on, boy. You ready to do some damage? <laughs> All right. It's just a t-shirt, man. All right, so, hey, we, uh, you know, this is a good day, special day. We recording early. We got the Magic City Classic coming up today. So, hey, we all pumped, ready to go. And three weeks worth of time. Hey, we got a lot of stuff to get off our chest. So let's start with yes. the, uh, the new voting restriction bill that's passed in Georgia. Um, the Governor Brian Kemp signed it into law. And in signing into law, uh, there's been a lot of backlash about it. Namely, uh, Atlanta has lost the MLB All-Star game. It will be moved to Colorado. So um, we're going to start with Mr. Gasson, Mr. DS, Jeffrey DSGB Gasson, down South Georgia boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, what? what can we say, man? Like, the governor is an idiot. And it, it's like the state lost out on it. The state and the city lost out on an opportunity for money when it just boils down to it. And it's just like we lost the opportunity because we have a selfish, racist governor. And, you know, anybody who says, you know, uh, so- Racist uh, senators and, um, and uh, representatives, all, all the all the politicians from yeah. the state of Georgia, you know, with the Republicans, and probably some Democrats too, but whatever. Um, you know, it, it's just really unfortunate because we lost this opportunity. Number one for the entertainment value, and you know, and what made me kind of laugh was like, man, we lost it to Colorado. And Colorado is about as progressive as they come. Not only will the players be able to have the all-star game there, they can be able to get high legally and not even have to worry about anything. And it's, it's just, you know, it's like, Governor Kemp, what are you doing, man? Like, why the need to suppress Black voters? Because we know that's what it is. You mean to tell me it's a misdemeanor? to give people food waiting in line to vote. And then I posted an article the other day on my Facebook. This, this excuse me, this cracker had the audacity to say, well, if you're waiting in line, you can order, you can use Uber Eats or DoorDash. You can use a delivery service. Excuse me, a delivery service to wait in line to vote? Opposed to absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like, like, um, you know, I, I can't call a friend of mine to bring me some food or bring me a sandwich 
if I'm waiting in line or some water if I'm waiting in line to vote. And and if they do that, they can get arrested and go to jail. Are you fucking kidding me? Like this this is where we are. This is 2021. This is not 1967. But yet, better yet, it might be. Because, you know, guess what? Black people are still getting shot down. I don't even need to go there either. But hey, you know, it's it's just unfortunate that we are living in a Jim Crow era in 2021. And they want to suppress us for what? And then Kim's excuse is he wants to uh, um, limit illegal voting, quote unquote. I don't know whatever the bullshit excuse is. It's like, wait a minute. Every election has been, quote unquote, free and clear until 2020. Okay. Now you have a big old problem because Loeffler lost and, and the other one lost to uh, Warnock and Ossoff. And of course, Donald Trump lost too. But it's just like, there was no issue when Trump won in 2016. There has been no major issue with a Republican winning, winning a seat until now or a Democrat winning a seat until now. Now, all of a sudden, we need to send people to jail because they want food and water? Man, fuck y'all. I'm done. Well, you know, you, and Jeff, you're absolutely right. Um, the whole bill itself is a, a travesty that's perpetuated on a lie. The, the election yeah. been stolen, but honestly, they use that as an opportunity, like what's happening in Georgia is not like a response necessarily to the election. It's something that they wanted all along anyway, because you know it, it's it's what these Republicans do. You know the country is becoming more progressive. You know you see it because it's done by near this, done by near that. Every time you turn on TV, you know all this and that. Like, come on. Yeah. Right. Right. You no. Know, People want to be called they and them, not he and she no more. Like, stop it, America. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. I'm not going to go off onto that tangent. But, um, but you know, America's becoming more progressive. And it's more Democratic voters out there. So they feel like they lost a grip on them, so they do what they always do. You know, a lot of, a lot of uh, Republicans are in areas of power and corporate America and things like that. And they have money to influence things. So what they do, uh, the, the gerrymandering, where they can uh, draw uh, congressional lines and stuff like that to favor them. Uh, yeah. they, they make these voting laws because at the state level, you know, the federal, you can have federal laws, but uh, it only goes so far at the state level. And, you know, and most states are uh, Republican ran, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, but, you know, the more Democratic uh, states are... Um, more densely populated, but they are more Republican states. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you know they uh, they use policy. You know that's how they get ahead. They always use policy to get themselves an advantage, and that's exactly what's happening here in Georgia. You look at the governor; he got a history of uh, suppressing the vote. Georgia's votingism has always tried uh, has been suppressive to the vote. A lot of times, like I go and vote. You know what I mean? You have my they have my ID, and uh, when I write on the paper. I, I wrote Terrence Harvey. And, you know, so, you know, I turned it in and they gave, they gave it back to me talking about, uh, you forgot to put your middle initial, you got to have that in there in order to vote. 
because this exact match system. You see what I mean? You right. know, and you know, and my hypothesis about that is that that's geared toward black people because you know, typically white people, you know, they have like regular names like Brian, Dunn, William, and this and that. What kind of names do black people have? You know, they have um, names like uh, Dijon, Tanisha, Tanisha, Tanisha um, yeah, uh, more urban, more more urban, more people. urban names. You know, with Z's and Y's and K's and junk. You know, yeah, uh, like a name that's easily misspelled. And you know, if you have a problem with a misspelled name, uh, with a common thing, then what well, you get there and they don't have your name right in the registry, and you write it down, and you can't vote. So that's an easy way to keep uh, black people from uh, voting, or people yeah. of color, and that's and that's what this bill geared toward. You know, uh, typically, you know, people of color, like black people especially, like we have to be motivated to go vote. Honestly. Let's be real. Yeah, this you know, true. You know, they don't. It's not an automatic thing for them to vote. They have to be motivated by certain factors, like when Obama ran, they motivated to get a black president. When uh, Trump ran the second time. They were motivated to get hit, get get him yeah, about get him out. You know what I mean? So uh, anytime you know we have motivation, that's when we go vote. So uh, it's easy to, to deter us from voting. Like these simple things, like they're doing this stuff, like where you they move early voting from Sundays because a lot of these churches was rounding people up after church to go vote and things right. like that. So and, and you know a lot of you know and churches basically like. Uh, a government unto itself in the black community, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, get black yeah, people to do a lot of things. That heavy in the black community, you know what I mean. So it's it's yeah. it's really about that. It's like it's a subtle, not so subtle approach to uh, being a racism, you know. Yeah, and uh, sure. but the thing about it is, you know, Georgia, they they see the state elect uh, turn blue for Joe Biden. They see the state, like Jeff said, elect two senators that's Democrat, and all of a sudden they feel like they beloved Georgia, one of the crown staples of the South. The deep state is starting a blue. liberal, a, a liberal state. And they're like, no, not at all. Have it. We have <laughs> you have no. all these problems going on, you know, in Georgia. Uh, we got problems like, you know, one thing like they didn't give us our raise that they promised us, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the five thousand dollars, whatever. But they, you know, they gave us a thousand. They kicked us a little thousand here this past. Uh, oh, know, talking about for the educators. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 You know, we have. Did you? Yeah, I got mine before spring break. I got mine yet. Okay, I need to. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. My bad. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, well, Aaron ain't got hugs either yet, so. Oh, okay, all right. All right. <laughs> but, you know, we have infrastructure problems we have to deal with, um, all kind of things. But you know, you want to hop up and pass this bill quick on voting. I mean, that that's one of the quickest bills I've seen passed ever for a, a state legislation. Long time. You know, yeah, yeah. And as far as like um, you know, the MLB All Star game, I'm glad they did it. You know, it's been so yeah, long. yeah, yeah, me too. Some talk. Yeah, I'm glad they did it, but at the same time, it really ain't solving anything because you know a lot of people said it. Even Stacey Abrams said this. You know, I, I wish they would have stayed because it's hurting the Georgians. You know, uh, right. during that weekend, you know, a lot of 
Atlanta, we know Atlanta is uh, a black city. Chocolate City, yeah. Chocolate City number two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you know, doing All Star Game, you know, a lot of black people get more jobs, and you know, and you know, all the people coming for the All Star Game, it's, know, it's, a, it's restaurants, all kind of stuff. The opportunity for extra revenue. I mean, yeah. look at look at our, uh the All Star Game for the NBA. It right. was just here. Yeah. They had the opportunity for an all-star game for the NBA and the and baseball back to back. And they they missed it. Now, granted, we are still in a pandemic. And so you obviously and, and maybe that's why one Texas. Was, I mean, yeah. Enjoy the Yeah. I mean we've been pretty, well, yeah, no, you're right. I just I just thought about it. George did fully open back up this week. <laughs> yeah. And and so it's like, dang, you know, we're, we're missing this opportunity, you know, those that have businesses or you know, just opportunity to make extra money, they're going to miss it because the All-Star game is not coming anymore. Granted, I I prefer that in a way because still in a pandemic, you know, we open, you know. But it's it was just Selfish. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about the notion where it said like um, it only hurts like the, the little guys? I've been seeing a lot of that on Facebook, on, you know, chat boards and things like that, saying that it really not helping anything. It's only hurting the little guy. I mean, I, I would I would venture to agree. But I mean, it, it, it does hurt the little guy. Does it does it hurt major businesses not per se but but let's say think about it though like georgia just opened up you know this week when is the all-star game going to be probably probably june sometime maybe let's 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 give a ballpark of middle june um those businesses who have started to open up maybe they haven't opened up fully where they have access to all tables. If they decide in a couple of months to open up to full capacity, you missing some revenue. So Mm -hmm. I think it does hurt the little guy and I think it can potentially hurt bigger businesses as to just how much they could gain by the end of the quarter, you know? But all in all, I, I I would tend to more so agree with that statement, but because I don't know the ins and outs of business like that, but you know, I, I would venture to agree. Okay. All right, Jason, what, what are your thoughts on the MLB? All right, so basically, my whole take is yeah, it's good that you know they moved they moved out of Atlanta for the reasons that they have, but the part that I'm actually disappointed for the game not being in Atlanta is due to the fact that we the Braves lost a legend in Hank Aaron. And uh, yeah, that's good. Maybe a, a, a really nice tribute that was supposed to happen and all that for the All Star Game alone because he when he broke Babe Ruth record, he was in Atlanta Braves uniform. So the fact that he just passed recently, you know, and now he, I mean, he's still gonna get a tribute, but I just felt that it would have meant more if the game had actually been played in Atlanta. So for that reason and that reason itself is kind of the reason why I'm bummed that, you know, politics got in the way, you know, for the All-Star game and for it to be moved from that aspect. But, I mean, 
overall, though, I think this is, I mean, it's, it's starting to show that, you know, you know, sports is being involved in politics to the point to where it's going to represent something. Now, as C. Harvey said, it's, it definitely doesn't fix anything, but some people it may show as a positive light that, you know, we're actually listening to, you know, what's going on with America and, and not only that, but the world too. So. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah that was good. That was a good point about uh, Hank Aaron. I didn't even think about that myself. Yeah. Well, you know, I, hey, hopefully, um, I think, you know, we have elections coming up, maybe like in a couple of years, something like that. Hopefully we can get uh, things. Yeah. See, real, and, and, real quick, Terrence, you know, oh, you yeah, just yeah. brought up elections. And I, I've been a Georgia resident my whole life. Um, there's a man here. Uh, he used to be. I, well, I don't know, state representative, local representative. I used to live in DeKalb County. Vernon Jones mm-hmm. represents DeKalb County. He used to represent, I don't know what he, I don't care because he doesn't he doesn't switch sides. I don't have an issue with that either. But this this is a black man. Oh, is that the one that's about the uh, primary camp? Yes. Oh, he, shoot. He's running against, he's going to run against Brian Kemp for governor. Now, I mean, hey, I, I want Brian Kemp out of office. I mean, so if if Vernon Jordan just so happens to win to run for governor, like if he dethrones him for that spot, regardless of him running, I'm not even going to go there. He's going to get his ass whooped by Brian Kemp. You know why? Because this, this goes back to the point that you made, Terrence. Georgia is still a red state. Yeah. That, there's no way that Republican, you these racist Republicans here voting for a black man, even if he is Republican? Nigga, well, please. You forgot one caveat, though. What? Apparently, he backed by Trump. And you know, you Trump people, they were upset. I, I know they, they, they are on a different level. I, now, you got me. That that's a that that is an excellent point. But well, he ain't gonna get no he ain't gonna get no black votes for two reasons. One, black people don't like you know like people you know, switch over to Trump. And then, yeah, right. If he primary, I mean, you have to be registered as a Republican to actually vote for him. Yeah, he's he's no, he's 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 officially a Republican now. No, no, I'm talking about like on the ballot, like you. Oh have no, to I know what you mean. No, no, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vote for him. But okay, but ballot, granted. What it and you but what I'm gonna I'm I'm use your words against you too. You just said black people need a motivation to vote. <laughs> Them these niggas that I know, they will go come out in droves to make sure that nigga it just so just so just in case if he did beat Kim, oh them niggas gonna show up to make sure he doesn't represent the state as oh, governor. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, that that's, that's what that, I'm that. I agree with you on that. So yeah. And uh, you know, before we move, I'm gonna say one point. Like, you know, we we've talked, we personally talked about the importance of voting on here. And a lot of times, people, you know, they say like, "Hey, you know, our vote don't count; it don't matter." And, mm-hmm. and number two, people only seem to vote during presidential election. But if right. we have told you with this Georgia uh, voting bill law, is that it's important to vote. Um, anytime it, it, it's up for you to vote because. 
vote, um, voting goes uh, a lot more than just president because the laws that affect us happen on the local and the state level. And that's right. you know, and they are able to do things that uh, affect you more than, than, the federal, than they do on the federal level. So right. it's very important to get out and vote. Don't wait till it's time to vote for president. Goddamn vote for state representatives, state senators, and all that. Even your local yeah. local races as well, city council, all that. I, I would much rather you, if you told me you didn't vote presidential, but you voted locally, I'd much rather hear that. Yeah, I'd rather you vote, yeah. Then you saying, well, I'm not voting presidential. At least you're doing something that'll affect your life. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All right, so good. All right, so let's move on to another controversial uh, uh, topic and talking about COVID passports. Uh, COVID passports is, you know, like literature, literally in a figurative term. Uh, literally, like, you know, they talk about COVID passports, like for travel, where, you know, you got to show that you've been vaccinated. Matter of fact, you know, I need to go ahead and write my name and put my stuff in my own wallet. But so that <laughs> vaccinated order travels to different countries. And, you know, they want to, a lot of these places want to make it into a law where you have to have vaccinated, be vaccinated to go outside the country, like going on a cruise and things like that. Uh, right. Or um, even some cases, some arenas. Uh, want to like let you in if you vaccinated uh, and things like that. So right. I, I want to know since taking the vaccine is a very controversial uh, topic, and we discussed it on here, and um, right. you know we've seen the progression of you being skept skeptical to you know um, you, you you always informed, but you know you was always uh, also skeptical a little bit to mm -hmm. eventually end you know, up taking the vaccine. So I want right. to know. Our thoughts on the COVID passports. You you want to go first, Jason? You want me to go? Yeah, I'll take it. Um, as far as COVID passports go, I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna say that it's a stretch, but I don't personally could it work? Absolutely, but I think at this point, you know, like because we have certain countries that are still that are still blocked from you even getting anywhere from even, you know, visiting or going if not. But with the passport, I mean, yeah, it'll show that you've been vaccinated, I think, which I think is a benefit. But at the same time, you know, it would be difficult to get. That depends on the circumstance and what, and what you're trying to do, because it already takes a little bit to get a um, a passport nowadays. I mean, heck, I don't even have a passport yet. I need one. But yeah. with a COVID one, I mean, I, I don't think it's really 100% necessary, but I wouldn't be mad if, if, if it was made a mandatory thing, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of torn between the two, but. That's cool. Uh, you know, I'll go. I'll go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm, believe it or not, I'm for COVID passport. I'm I'm totally surprised. <laughs> I am too. Trust me, that is nothing but sarcasm, America. <laughs> but why, you know, people don't want to admit this, but we're in a pandemic. <laughs> right. We're in a, we in a, a pandemic. Global, global, global. Yeah, yeah. not a United States pandemic, a global pandemic. I mean, everywhere you go in the world, you can catch coronavirus, you know? Yeah. 
not just in California, everywhere. <laughs> so, of course, I'm for COVID passports because mm -hmm. I just, you know, I mean, I understand people having, like, you know, some people are inherently allergic to uh, vaccines. So, you know, I'm not talking mm -hmm. about But, you yeah. know, and all these black people are talking about, you know, sure. In the past, you know, they have, uh, like, the Tuskegee, that's one of the things they always bring up. But at the same time, they were just giving that to black people. Black people, yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, are white people taking the vaccine? Uh, <laughs> some of my white... Some of my white high school classmates were the first ones that posted about it on social media. That's so I was saying. like, okay, I'm yeah. not even gonna go there with such. No, if, if y'all about this simplest thing, thing like you know, they just trying to get us black people, then when you think they will start it with us, <laughs> come on now. But you know, but we can talk all day about these uh people who are logical when it comes to the vaccine. But the thing about mm -hmm. it is uh, you know. Everybody who don't want to take a vaccine, they want to say we should have a choice. Good. But in as in all of life, choices have what, people? Consequences. Consequences. <laughs> so if you choose not to take the vaccine, then you should have the consequences of hey, not being able to travel to uh, certain destinations, not mm -hmm. being able to go to uh, certain basketball games yep. or certain yep. and things like that. And one, it leaves free choice. And two, it probably would help more people take the vaccine because they care yeah. more about that stuff than they care about uh, the conspiracy theories. Yeah. And actually, see, I didn't want to, I want to cut you off, but you actually brought up a great point. I'll, I'll, I'll fill you in on saying this. Our baby shower is next week. And, you know, like, I mean, my folks, my folks aren't going to be there. Cause they, you know, they would have to travel. I mean, my, my dad's been va fully vaccinated. He got his second shot on the third. So when Justin came, when this, shut up, when the question came up for me and Toya, you know, cause Toya's got family, like pretty much in Michigan and all and everywhere else, but in Michigan, it's bad. Hard. The spike has gone up and we actually had a, a, a discussion. And the only thing that I really said to her was, if folks are going to fly in for this thing, I ask that they that they at least have a shot, and all and all that stuff. Right. But at the same time, you know, we kind of went back and forth because she was telling me that well, you can catch COVID anywhere, this and that, and I'm like, yeah, I get that. But for folks that have to travel from out of, from from you know, it it could be Michigan, it could be like my sister's in New York. And she's she's doing a show right now. She gets tested every single day. Wow. Every single day. So if I had the complete confidence of knowing that somebody didn't have COVID, it would be my sister because she getting tested every single day. Mm -hmm. Right. And the only thing I was really saying to her was it's not for the fact that I don't want people be being there. I just don't know 100% if I'm comfortable with people that have to get on a plane be at an airport and all that other stuff and then fly in and you haven't gotten a shot yet. And April, April 19th, which is Monday, anybody can walk in and get a shot. Right. Anybody. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's the thing, like I said, actually have consequences. Yeah. Like, uh, um, like, you don't have to necessarily get a social security number when you're born. 
but you won't yeah. be you won't be able to get a job. You won't be able to do it. All <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, just like selective service. Remember that? We all signed up for Selective yep. Service 18. You don't have to sign up for it, but the consequences, the stuff you won't be able to partake in if you don't sign up for it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's, it's the same thing with the, the, uh, the COVID passport. Hey, you want to do all these great things and all that? Hey, that's fine. Yeah. Get vaccinated. If you don't, then you got to just sit your tail at home. Right. You know what I mean? And then therefore, because because I can't, I, 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 I also throw this in there because I remember we did a podcast where we were um, talking about whether we, if getting vaccinated was a good idea. And I remember at one point I, I had said no at first only because I didn't know about the side effects. I knew that there were that, that there were people claiming that they were dying and all this and that. So I just said, okay, you know what? You know, do your research, look at it. Now, if you want to wait for the Johnson and Johnson shot, I completely get that because that's one shot and you're done, but that's put on hold right now. So- right. It's better right now to like April 19th, like, and if, if you don't go out and just get one, I mean, obviously, you know, pregnant women, there's not enough research in the studies yet for them to go out and do it. But April 19th, just go anywhere, you know, go wherever, get your shot. You're, you know, you're good. Get the Pfizer. And then when the next one comes a little bit, the next one comes. Cause I've, I've heard a lot of people say they've had issues with the second shot, like they 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 can't they they got no feeling in their arm or their arm is sore, whatever the case would be. Yeah, but then you're safe because you got to ask yourself. Yeah, it's possible that you can you can still catch it after you having your shot. But how many people can honestly say that if they do get their shot and and they do get that they didn't at least take the precaution to get the shot when it was available? Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so so. That's what I'm saying. Like, hey, America's all about free will and choices. What's the problem we have with people uh, wearing masks and talking about it's, it's infringing upon my civil liberties? <laughs> but we have dress codes in, in all places. Hey, what what the store say? No shirts, no shoes, no service? Right. You go in the store without a shirt. That, you know, they want they enforce that, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, and you know, the same people talking about they don't want to wear a mask, infringing on the civil liberties. They'll be the first one to be trying to tell the, all the police or somebody walking in the store uh, without pants on or without a shirt on, something like that. So it's the same thing. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a piece of article clothing. So we all about free choice. So hey, fine, you still have your free choice not to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But hey, understand that it comes with consequences. So I'm for it. Yeah, I'm for it. All right, uh, whew, this is tough, and this is tough because it's it's really hard for me to say whether I'm for or against a COVID passport, and I'm and I'm gonna go into why. But I, I well, I'm not technically fully vaccinated because it hasn't been two weeks since my second shot, but I did get my second shot on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I you know, and and I'm and I'm gonna tell you what kind of made the decision easier for me. When my <clears throat> when my wife walked in the house one day and she said, well, they're going to allow all the Emory employees to take a, a vaccine. That was it for me. You know, and- All the what employees? Em- Emory, she works for Emory. Oh, okay, okay. And so I said, 
all right, because there was no way that I was going to have my wife be vaccinated, and I'm not going to be, because even if she, if she, with her being vaccinated, I wasn't going to be selfish and say, I'm not going to be vaccinated, right. and potentially just expose myself for being careless, so I was like, okay, let me just be responsible. So, the, the but the thing with the, the COVID passport, I guess the way I feel about it, I wouldn't feel some kind of way if America said you need a, a COVID passport or, you know, worldwide. But I, the way I kind of feel about it is this, like you said, Terrence, you know, if you choose not to uh, get the vaccine, you can't go nowhere. You can't go out of the country. Cool. And I, but what I really, and this is, I don't know if this is possible or plausible or I don't know if this can happen, but I almost wish countries had their own COVID restrictions, meaning this. Let's take Canada, for example. Mm-hmm. We can get to Canada. You can get to Canada by driving. You don't have to fly. Right. But let, let's say that Canada doesn't have stringent uh, COVID, uh, stringent COVID policy. But the way I think about it is this. All right, if you don't have a COVID passport um, or you haven't just gotten the vaccine, you know, whatever. If you come into our country COVID-free, but you leave our country and you test for COVID, guess what? You can't leave. Bingo. I I really, you know, and, and maybe that's not possible because maybe there's a way that you can come into a country or leave a country or leave a city without having to get tested. It's, it's possible, I, I, especially, you know, even crossing into a different country in your car, in your car. But if you, if you fly into this country, COVID free. And I mean, obviously you have to have a regular passport, but let's say there's some oversight and they see that you it's mandatory to have a COVID passport, but it's an oversight. They don't see that you, they see you have a regular passport, but it's not a COVID passport. Oh, you can't leave. I, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Be, because right. you because you know what? What you decided to do was inconvenience our country people. All right, cool. So we're gonna inconvenience you. You can't go nowhere. Exactly. You you can't go nowhere till you're COVID free. So it I, I don't know, man. Like I, I don't have the answers. Go ahead, Jason. And then what also makes it bad is like the people that are flying, if you know they're going out of the country and when they come back, they're not they're not even isolating for two weeks or whatnot. That's what I'm saying. They're just going by like ain't nothing wrong. And I'm like, you know. And, And you know what, Jason? That's a great point. Like, it's almost like do people even quarantine anymore when they go from nope city to city or or flying from country to country. Like, are we even quarantined? I don't even know what quarantine right. looks like. And, and, and that's because people, I live in Georgia. And people ain't, they're, they're not even doing that. They're not even doing that inside the U.S. They'll, they'll, they'll go here or whatever. That's what I'm saying, yes. They'll just go, they'll just go like it's work. I'm like, no, you need to say, you need to, you need, mm-mm. The three of us are in states that are fully wide ass open. Yep. And do not, and we have leadership that does not give a damn about its people. And, you know, 
it, and like you said too, Jason, it takes weeks to get a passport. Yeah. It it should take you, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't have a way to fill out a vaccine card that is authorized, you shouldn't even be able to apply for a COVID vaccine. Yeah. I mean, of of COVID passport. They really need to have it to where they have a, a, a separate passport for regular and a separate passport for COVID. And I, and I mean, now, could it be to where your COVID passport is your regular passport? Okay, I, I don't have a problem with that either, but they just got to come up with a better way to curb this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they just do. And I mean, it, it takes all these countries to work together to do this, to stop it. Straight so, up. You know, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah straight up. So, hey, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Um, I'm going to ask y'all a question. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was a report that one game, they had like a, a, a section for vaccinated people and a section for non-vaccinated people. And mm-hmm. I know out on Facebook, you know, someone had a problem with that and, you know, I, you know, I had to come in on there and I was like, um, you know, same thing, basically, like actually have consequences. Like you still are able to attend the game of your own free will. So why is it a problem that we have a section of vaccinated people? If, right. if I want to come to the game and enjoy uh, to be able to, you know, live like normal because, right. you know, I, I took the incentive to go get vaccinated and along with all these other people, we should be allowed to go we should be rewarded by going to a game, be able to take our masks off in a section and enjoy the game like we like we should, and make all those other people sit on the other side, mm-hmm. six feet from each other, and things like that. You know what I mean? With mm-hmm. masks on, and uh, you know they had a problem with it. Talking about you know just like uh, another way to segregate and things like that. So what do you real quick? What are, what do y'all think about that? I actually liked. Oh, my fault, Jeff. You want? No, you good. Go ahead. No, go take it. I, I actually, I actually applaud that. And and now that you even say that, um, you know, because I went to um, the NCAA women's tournament because that was here in San Antonio, and it was still, it was folks walking in with a mask and all that. Now they they had they had the arena like section, not like vaccinated or non-vaccinated, but you know you. You couldn't sit like you could sit next to somebody, but you but it wouldn't be like four to a row or something like that. It'd be two, two or one or whatever, kind of like spread out. But the thing of it is, is I think it would have been a lot smarter if they had designed the seating to the point of where you are vaccinated and where you're not. And that's not a diss. That's just you know for safety thing because you you would probably feel more safer if you were sitting next to somebody that was vaccinated and as opposed to not um, because of the fact of where, of where you're sitting and how easy it is to get that. And the, and the thing that caught me was they said, the even if you were in your seat, you still had to have your mask on. The only time you could have your mask off is if you were eating or if you were drinking. That was it. Other than that, you still had to ask your mask on. So yeah, I actually, I'm actually a huge fan of that. And I think, um, you know, that needs to carry on throughout until like we're we're 100%, you know, past this thing, which is going to be a little, but I'm in huge support of that. Okay. Yeah, I, I was going to say. I'm, I'm sorry, one last thing. And with the ticket, 
you know, if you have a card or a screenshot with your name on it, something showing that, you know, that you were vaccinated. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, now, I, I'm totally with being um, sectioned off with vaccinated and non-vaccinated. I, and, and the reason why I'm for it, we all got to be spread out right now anyway. So, Absolutely. you know, I, I, I don't have an issue with being separated from people who have been vaccinated or not because I guess what that does make me think about is what's it going to look like when you leave the game you know how how do you keep right now the, the minimal thousand couple of thousand people depending on where you are how do you keep them separate from um how do you keep them separate from the other people, you know, when leaving an arena or a stadium or whatever. I know that's hard to do. So the best way you can do it is, you know, separate them during the game. So I'm cool with it. And yeah. oh, oh, you can also do it with hell. <laughs> you know, we get to leave her too. Same thing uh, and, like, and, that, and that's really what I was leaning toward. On the like, cruise, I, if you go on the cruise ship, uh, like you can buy this thing where you get on first and you can be one of the first to get off. And it's trust, like, like an airline. And trust me, it comes in handy. You I know what I mean? It. Because it's something it takes seems like it takes forever to go on there. And getting off is like hell. Are you mm. like ready to go home? You still gotta stand in line just to get off the damn boat. You know, because <laughs> of customs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can do the same, they can do the same thing like that. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was leaning toward. Like, you know, let the let the let the people that have been vaccinated, let them leave the stadium first. Yeah. And then you know those that haven't, they leave afterwards. I wonder how they. I wonder how they made that forty thousand crowd baseball game here in Texas do that because that I could uh, like regular. They were like that was crazy. That them, uh, they were packed to the gills in that ball. Yes, they were. It was so unusual. It was so unusual because like all this time now you're not used to seeing people in the stands no more. You know? Yeah. You know a co-worker actually asked me to go to that game with him? What? I, I looked at him. I was like, nah, nah, I'm good. I have a much better seat at home watching that game. Forget it. <laughs> that <don't> care, <laughs> they do not care. Nope. They need to. For, for sure they need to. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, let's let's move on uh, to our next topic. And while we're talking about arenas and sports, uh, you know, during the NCAA tournament became another topic of talk about NCAA players receiving money or getting paid to do their job. Uh, you know, your boy from Michigan, Isaiah Livers, uh, he was like at the forefront of his mm -hmm. not NCAA property t-shirt. So I have a simple question for you guys. Should college athletes get paid? Yes. Absolutely. I disagree. You son of a bitch. What? Oh, oh, you, oh, no, you, you I, I want to. You yeah. know what? And I'm, yeah. and I'm pissed, Terrence, I'm pissed. Yeah, yeah, hold up. Yeah. Go ahead, Jay, yeah. go. We, we agree. I, I want to hear this. I, I do, too. I'm going to let him get the floor. Go ahead. Tell you. I'm Go ahead. Tell you. I'm pissed because I used to be against it. All the bull, all the bullshit that college athletes have to go through. Now the whole 
not NCAA property wearing yeah. on the t-shirt. Man, that's yeah. some bullshit. Don't don't don't, 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 don't give me now. Don't give me no propaganda. Don't give me no goddamn propaganda. Take if you gonna if you gonna say some shit, you stand on that shit. But wearing a fucking t-shirt, no, there ain't no action. I need some action, boss. But go ahead, Terrence. Yeah. Well, damn, <laughs> it. My thing is simple. You know, I was the same way. I, I was like, you know, somebody asked me a question. I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They deserve to get paid. You know, all the, you know, these colleges are making all this money and things like that. And then somebody gave me a good point. I never thought about it from this view. It's the fact that they get a free education. You know? So technically, they do get paid in, in a certain aspect. Because look at this. All of us went to college, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, I had a scholarship, I lost it. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, Jesse, did you have a, a sports scholarship? Sure did. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Yep. Uh, are you paying back student loans? Nope. Jeff, are you pay did you have a scholarship? As Hell no. Are you paying back school student loans? Uh, to the best of my ability, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to the best of ability, exactly. And uh, so, <laughs> the thing about it is, and these student loans would be up a hundred thousand dollars or more, mm -hmm. right? You know, so they get to come to come to school free. They get stipends. That well, a lot of people don't understand. I mean, yes. I, I, yeah. And granted, yeah. granted, it's not suitable enough. They get stipends. They go on these trips. Most of the time, they go on these trips, especially these big schools. Food's provided for them all the time. Like, I, if I lost the high school, like, we got a program. They they give them breakfast every day. Breakfast, like, not school. The football breakfast. players. Yeah, the football players. They get breakfast from town or whatever. Provided for them. They eat breakfast every day. Like on game day or something? Every morning. That's nice. That's on a, season oh, two. That's a nice program. They got a whole meal program. And on game day, yeah, they get a meal provided for them, everything like that. So, if they do it here, you know, doggone well, they doing it in college. They getting treated well. They don't, yeah. You know, especially in the season, they don't have to pay for food. You know, you get to, get to travel the country, especially if you're an athlete with a name, you travel the country, I'm pretty sure, like, most of your expenses paid for. Right. All that. So, right. everything you need is being provided for. You have a scholarship, you, have, you know, you get meal plans, you get stipends, all that. Place to live, and then you know they get preferential because they, most of the time they get the bunk with their uh, teammates. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, that. yeah. So right, you yeah. get everything provided for you, and even if you don't make the NFL or whatever, you coming out of college debt free, free to choose a profession that you want. So don't tell me, <laughs> don't tell me that you not you not getting benefits. But like but, that. Come on, man. That's but, like for people. But, but wait a bit. Wait a minute. No, let I'm, me finish my point. You have your time. Uh, for people who are regular Joes who are struggling to pay back student loans, it's a game changer. Like just, I'm just, you know, just the thought of Joe Biden counseling fifty thousand dollars of debt immediately, like. That's a game changer for us. They don't have to understand. They don't understand that feeling of having yeah. a relief from your monthly paycheck 
of paying these student loans off just so you can have a better life. But you get to play a game that you love for fun, get an education because of it, come out debt-free because of it, but yet you deserve to get paid. And you know what I mean? Hey, I went to Alabama State. Alabama State don't cost as much as uh, uh, the University of Alabama or Georgetown. I mean, we went to a Georgetown trip. Like mm-hmm. that shit is expensive. At Georgetown was like thirty-three thousand dollars a semester. Yeah. That shit is expensive, man. So these athletes, I'm telling you, the tuition probably about thirty thousand dollars a semester. And because I think Georgetown is private too. So, yeah, yeah. It's private too. It's, it's even if it's not private, you can do that. Like, I mean. You look at like four thousand dollars. That's going low in fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a semester. You know what I mean? Two semesters times uh, what? Four years. That's eight. You know, that's eight times fifteen. That's what? Uh, zero four. That's like one hundred twenty thousand dollars on the low end. Yeah. That's the low end. The low. That is the low end. So come on, man. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm yeah. saying. That's, that's I, my point. I, I, I'll, I'll go. I got you, Terrence. I, I I feel you. I feel. <laughs> But and you know what's so crazy? Let, let me ask you this real quick. When you used to feel that way, how long ago was that when you felt like athletes should get paid? How Last year. Hmm. Okay, that's that is surprising because I felt I'm gonna tell you when I felt like college athletes shouldn't have got paid. When I was in fucking college. And I felt that way because I'm like, why does okay? I, all right, I'm I'm gonna use one of, I'm going to use a former ASU basketball player as an example. Why does, why would Joel Bosch get, deserve to get paid, but I don't? And I'm not an athlete. I'm not a student athlete. What makes him different from me? Because he represents Alabama State on the basketball court. I, okay. All right. And he's Chris Bosch's little brother. Okay. I, I felt like that out of jealousy. I was 20 something years old. When I hit my thirties, I just started seeing. Well, I started looking at life a little different. I mean, and and, and granted, the free quote unquote free education is a extremely valid point. Um, and and I, the only reason why the the main reason why I feel like these athletes should get paid, and when I say paid, I don't mean millions of dollars because right, right. a lot of them aren't good enough to go to the NBA or go to the NFL to make millions of dollars. What I mean is the NCAA is a billion dollar industry, multi-billion dollar industry. You can pay the athletes a little, you can give them a little bit more of what they get as far as a stipend is concerned. Like if you're telling me they get $250 when they go out of town for a game, mm-hmm. okay, give them a thousand. My thing is, give them a little something to put in their pockets to spend. I don't mean $10,000, $20,000, $50,000. Because how do you you divvy that out amongst a basketball team of 12 players? How do you you divvy out $10,000 for a college football team? Let's just say the starters. You're talking about 24 players with offense, defense, a kicker, and a punter. All them don't deserve to get ten thousand dollars, but can you give? Does Does the University of Alabama have enough to give each of its players two thousand dollars? Or Or if you want to put a cap on it, 
for a season, let's say $5,000 is allocated to the players for the season. I don't have as, a problem with that. As much revenue as they bring in, absolutely. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I think it should be, I, it's an example, Terrence, calm your ass down. <laughs> I see your face over there. I know you're on mute, my bad, sorry, America. But um, but I but I feel like when I say pay, give them give them a bump in their stipend. They don't need a salary. I don't I don't think they deserve it. No problem. I no problem with that. That so giving them a bigger stipend is to me a happy medium versus oh they should be getting two million dollars. Like 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 if you like if you're because how do you do it like. Like, do you do you pay Baylor's best player? They just won the NCAA tournament. Do you do you get their best player two million dollars because of the season? He just no. How do you do it? Exactly. Oh, so a bigger stipend, a salary? No, a bigger stipend? Yes. All right, then we can agree on. Okay. See, got you. Then we can agree. <laughs> all right. Now, all right. Here's my two cents. All right. Now, what? Both of y'all made some really strong points, and I'm I'm gonna say this. I was an NCAA athlete, so your your the comments that y'all made are a hundred a hundred percent on. Here's my only deal, though. We're not talking like millions or any or anything like that, but you you can't sit there and tell me if, like football or basketball with you know whichever sport that. If you're that dude that's bringing in a great amount of revenue that you can't see any of that. So if you're going to like, if you're going to throw my name on the back of a t-shirt and sell it and have folks wear that to the game, I'm like, okay, that could be about five bucks a t-shirt, 10 bucks a t-shirt, whatever the case may be that those sales that can go into, that can go into my pocket and have that spending money. Not sitting here saying that, you know, that, they need to be out here making like bringing home five thousand or ten thousand dollars a semester or nothing like that. But give these kids at least something for them to you know to have money in their pocket. Like go out, go out to a restaurant, have a decent meal without without you know worrying about who's going to pay for it and all that other type of stuff. It, it's I just feel that with the as much money as these universities are bringing in nowadays. That is worth it, and 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 to touch on something that you said, Terrence, early about the um about um your high school and all this net, you know, you got like high school kids that claim to get you know five thousand, ten thousand, whatever whatever the case would be, just to go to a university, and you know, one of the thirty for thirties that you know that was I think the three of us can all agree on that was really good, that really told a lot was Pony Excess and what they were doing at SMU. And they were paying. They may not have been paying them as far as money, but they were getting. They were getting cars. They were, you know, nice clothes to wear. Whatever the case may be. So I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I just feel that as much money as universities are bringing in now, that there should be no reason why you know athletes in particular can't receive anything out of the deal. Yes, the education is good. Yes, getting the meals is good. Yes, having a place to live is good. And I get it. All you're going is for school and you're getting a free education. That's the idea. But there's got to be something outside of that as well. Okay. Here's my thing. 
you say, uh, you know, you, you said that sense about, you know, the athletes uh, bringing in all this revenue and things like that, what they should get because of that. Here's my thing. Okay. It's clear pro crop. Right. They bring in the revenue because the college brought them to the, uh, the campus to do that. And for doing so, <laughs> you get a free education. <laughs> so I, I don't care how much money you bring in. It's kind of like a chicken on the egg. You wouldn't be bringing in no money if you didn't have a scholarship to go here for free. Yeah. Right? You know what? And I mean, hey, you know what? Yeah. Fine. I, I changed my mind. Pay the athletes, but guess what? Take the scholarships away. If you gonna get paid, take the scholarships fine. away. Take the scholarships away, the special privileges, uh, and all that, and then you, you get paid that way. And I'm saying, hey, I, I ain't talking about no millions of dollars now. You get paid, get paid like regular regular working people. But who who's to say how much that is? Exactly. Okay. Well, hey. I would say, um, I say pay on what? No more than 40, about 40, capping off at $40,000? A year or a semester? A year. I was going to say that much because folks are going ridiculous with that. But. Okay, see, you made my point. But no, <laughs> but no, wait, wait. You right, made no, my no, point. I'm, 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 I'm guess what? Guess how, much he, <laughs> that's how much semester typically costs. Oh, average, and I and you I went from twenty to thirty thousand dollars a semester. Okay, but wait. Okay, wait, wait. Let, okay, wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw. Yeah, you gonna talk about not that much? Yeah, see, wait, wait. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw this. <laughs> Jeff, you may, re, you may remember, you may remember this. Okay. That football game where Southern and uh, Georgia was playing, and that one Georgia and that and that Southern player got ended up getting paralyzed and all mm -hmm. that. You think you think you think the university is gonna have his back, knowing that his career ain't over with? Well, we know the answer is no. We we know that. So I mean, but still, how would it be different if he got paid? Because once he get hurt, the payments are in. But it's see, the same but thing. see, but see, that's the thing. If we, if if let's say we we took that Jason approach, and and, and what you're adding to with Terrence, okay. All this I, insurance is also necessary. So, you know, and that's the thing. If I know that I'm an athlete and I don't have a scholarship, but I'm getting a salary, I'm going to find some insurance. I'm going to insure myself at least a million dollars. Why? Because I know I can get hurt. Athletes do that shit all the time now. That's like that is a trend that I've been seeing now for probably the last five to 10 years. So if I, to just in case, I'm going, I'm going to share my damn self. And I'm the, a top tier athlete, but I'm not getting a scholarship, but I'm getting a salary. And I need an insurance company to insure, insure me for, hell, fuck it, at least 20 million. But you, you are exactly. And, and guess what? That's, that's they own, uh, exactly. That's their own responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. Now, so now, if I was, if you're an athlete, if you're an athlete, you should be getting those kind of policies in a way. Because, like yes. you said, anything can happen. And like the dude from Southern, hey, if he had a good insurance policy on his body, it's, it, 
and I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna tell you, and, and Jason, that's a good, a great point you brought up. But like, if I was somebody like, man, like Kenyon Martin, like when he tore his knee up at Cincinnati, like I, I, I thought Cincinnati was gonna win it all that year, like, and I, I was like, I, and I, it didn't hit me till then, un, until years later when I started seeing these athletes insure themselves. I was like, damn, I wish Kenyon Martin would have insured himself, cause. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna be great in it, and he was solid in the NBA, but he never lived up to what he could have been to me in the NBA. Now I'm gonna say this one one other point that I thought about. We know that athletes don't get paid right now, uh, as far as getting paid for being an athlete. Right. Um, if you are an athlete that gets paid under the table, like Pony Express. Mm-hmm. Don't say shit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Don't say nothing. What did what did what did hey, that dude say when he got that when when he got that car with the interview? He's like, I I didn't know what I was doing. I just signed on the dotted line. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I, I, you know, and, and that's the thing. It, it's like. You know the guy, and I, I forgot he, what what did the shirt say? I'm not NCAA property or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know for sure, but I will I will almost guarantee you that nigga getting money under the table. He has gotten money under the mm-hmm. table. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut me up. And, and you, you know what? I'll say I'll say I'll say this, and this is a prime example. But and and here's what the reason why you need to shut up because. If you get money under the table and that gets out, you know, cause NCAA violations and all this and that, because Chris Weber, because and and here and here's the deal about that situation. What made that so bad was that the fact that not only was he getting paid under the table, but you lied about it. Yeah. You lied about yeah. it. And then and then it's you so you're sitting and and the worst part was this, and I'm glad Jalen Rose said this because this was terrible. So he Chris Weber goes in the league, gets 75 million. You can't pay this dude back 30,000. <laughs> $75 million and you owe this dude 30 grand and, and all of a sudden you ain't got it. You take that's terrible. Yeah. Then you lie yeah, to the grand jury yeah. and you and you're costing coaches Chris jobs. Weber, because he's, of that. he's secretly a scumbag, man. I thank you. I was he's, just gonna yeah. say that. And that's the whole reason why the fan five ain't ain't. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. The, yeah, that's he, he's the main culprit, and he ain't got no reason to be upset at him. None, none. Nope. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. But I, I will touch on this uh, point. One, um, one, one last thing I want, I wanted to add because we were talking about it. Like, we all went to HBCUs, so I mean, well, heck, we all went to Alabama State. We know that. But the thing I think that gets misconstrued a lot is. When it comes to the HBCU environment, as far as sports go, they suffer the worst as opposed to Power Five. And I'm going to tell you why. Because HBCUs, all they do is practice during the week. And then when it, except, well, I'll say this for basketball, it's different because you're playing during the week. But when it comes to football, track, cross country, whatever the case, whatever sport, you're practicing during the week. And then when it comes to the weekend, you're you're at your you're wherever playing playing that particular sport. And then you come, it's that same thing. 
So that environment alone, and they're bringing money into the university. It may not be as much as the Power Five, but it's but I don't see what the harm is in trying to give somebody maybe like a hundred bucks after a game or something like that and let the person eat. Yeah, I'll tell you something. Something like that. Nobody say. Majority of these relatively decent HBCUs, they got some money too. You know what the problem is? These damn board of trustees. Yeah. 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 Everybody have their agendas and special interests. Yep. 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 All right. So this is a real this is a real good topic. Yeah, it was, you know. (laughs) Go all day with this one. We sure could. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately we can't. Guess what? Now it's time for top five. All right, so this week, uh, our top fives consist of the top five sports movies. Would anyone like to go first? Uh, I'll start this one. Huh? I said I'll start this one. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Honorable mention, Major League. Ah, ah. Number five, the original Karate Kid. Damn, okay. Number four, Rocky. Which one? The one. Rocky. Oh. You know what? No, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta change something on the fly. I'm sorry. Number five, see the original Karate Kid. Number four, he got game. Number three. Rocky. Number two, Friday Night Lights. Number one, remember the Titans. Okay. Hey. Oh, give me four and three again. Four, I have He Got Game. And three, I have Rocky. And that's the one with Ray Allen, right? Yeah. And Denzel Washington. Okay. All right. Just curiosity. Why rock? All right. Curiosity. Why rock? Of all of them. You know, well, because I, okay, I I wanted to, I was trying to decide between Rocky and Rocky 2. Yeah. Um, I, I lean more, I, I picked Rocky over Rocky 2 because it's the original. Right, uh, right. In a lot, of, a, a lot of cases, I lean more towards the original versus the sequel. And I, I felt like Rocky was just a slightly better story because mm-hmm. it, was, it was his inception. It was his introduction to it was it was his it was his origin. It was this is this is why he will be great as opposed to him being great right now. Absolutely. You know, so that's why I have Rocky right there. Um and, and the top three was hard. And and in actuality, when I wrote it, I had to flip it real quick because I, I initially had he got game ahead of ahead of Rocky. And I was like, I can't do that shit. Yeah. So I like but yeah, I definitely got I remember like, the Titans number one. Man, I like how you threw Karate Kid in there. I, and I'm gonna tell y'all part of the reason why I did that. I had to look at a list a couple of weeks ago of like the of it was like 50 sports movies, and I was like, you know what? 
Karate Kid is really underappreciated. And I, I, I threw it in there too because of Cobra Kai. Like, I really enjoyed that shit. You know what? <laughs> yeah, it's hey, yeah. It's good. It's good. You you rethinking some shit, huh? And, and nah, quick, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm on. I'm, I'm Terrence, on. I, Terrence, I have a, a quick question. So when when I told you that I was almost done with Cobra Kai, or when I told you I was watching it, when you told me you told me I was in for a treat. Were you talking about the last episode at the very, very end? Which which one? You done finished all of it? I'm done. I'm done. I finished it. With yeah, you. yeah, I, yeah. I was talking about the very end. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know how to feel, man. Well, I tell you, hey, hey, they had they had that uh, that was the field collar player, boy. I got Google. Yeah, well, come on, now. Hey, when he hit the drawers, old Johnny popped out that ball. <laughs> I said no. Like, whoa. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, but you know, it was like it was. I had chills, man. Me too, man. But, but see, the 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 thing the thing for me was was the way they bring the characters back was like I, I like I ain't gonna lie. After watching the the first two, the last person I ever thought they would would bring back for season three was chosen. I never thought they would have brought him back. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah but it was. Chris is going to come back here. Yeah. <laughs> do y'all think, do y'all think season four is going to be the last season? Nope. Nope. They've already said they're doing two more seasons. They going to five? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, that's good. There's plenty of story to tell, man. Yeah, yeah it, it sure is. is. Very true. Very true. And unlike Jason, I hope don't you know bring Hillary Swank. That movie was utter trash, and that character don't deserve no recognition. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I that never said. Wait a minute! Trash. I never said it was good. I didn't say that. No, I'm talking about you saying you hope that you know she old girl mama you know whatever. Nah. Did you say they should bring her in the, in the story? No, I'm telling. They are. They already said they're bringing her back at some point. Oh. I was just telling you fact. I wasn't saying I, say I wanted her back. All right, you know, I'm just going to say this right here on this podcast. I never Uh-oh. saw that one. I saw it about three, uh, about two months ago. Yeah. The first, uh-huh. that move was awful. Trash. Damn. Because it was what? The next Karate Kid, right? Or wait, something. wait, 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 wait. That movie is so horrible, it don't even wait deserve harassment. Wait, wait a second. I got one for you. What was more trash? The Karate Kid with Hillary Swank or Rocky Five? What was more trash? Oh, oh, Karate Kid with Hillary Swank, without a doubt. Rocky Five had, it had his moments now. Listen, it's the worst one in the franchise, but I'm, I'm going to tell you, there, there is a reason why people will watch Rocky Five, but a reason people won't watch the next Karate Kid. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I was 36 years old when I watched it. Come on now. Okay, so I don't feel bad. Oh, and I and I love the remake. Yeah. The remake they did with Jaden. That was yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, Jeff, I meant I meant to tell you because I I said this to T when when we were watching the show, but uh-huh. for, uh, Cobra Kai at season two, that school fight. Yeah, that's school fight. Wait, 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 w
was the equivalent to the police shootout in heat. That's how raw that jump was. Who stopped him to say that bullshit? No, it was not. Man, right. Stop it, man. No. Stop it, Jason. Why you go get out of here? Oh, okay. all that you gonna bring heat? Come yeah, on. That, that, that's that's not even fair. That's not even fair. This is my only. This is the only slight issue I have with Cobra Kai. And one of those has to do with that the, the school fight. The damn school fight, them fights be long as hell. The school fight and the house fight. I was like, God damn, this shit is tiring. It was great, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying it wasn't yeah. great, you know, action, because it was, but it was just like, oh shit, they fighting for a long time. I know yeah. somebody tired. But and the thing about it is like, you know, you don't expect that from a TV show. You know, they do a lot of things brief. Like even but I'm, gl- but I'm glad was like but I'm glad Netflix has the rights because I know it started out at, on the YouTube TV. Yeah, it would have died yeah. if it had stayed there. It yeah, it def- most definitely. Most definitely. But yeah, it's a, it's an excellent show. All right. So Jason, you, you read? Yeah. Or uh, you want me uh no, I can I can take it. I can take okay, it. Okay. Okay. All right. So, all right. So on my list, honorable mention, I've got Glory Road. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people forget about that one. Now, number five, I know neither one of y'all has seen this. I don't care, but it was it was a toss up. Trust me, y'all ain't seen these movies. Um, Without Limits and yep. McFarland. Without Limits is a track movie. It's based on the biography of C. P. Fontaine. Ex- excellent track movie. Anybody that it, anybody that runs should watch that. And McFarlane is the Kevin Costner movie where he was coaching like the Mexicans across country and all this. And that's a real. It's a. It's based on a true story, but it's pretty good. I've heard of Without Limits. I just haven't watched it. It's it. Well, I mean, yeah, I won't expect y'all to. And I've obviously. The person with the biggest chin on here would agree. So, all right, number four, I've got Rocky Three. That Rollers don't want to watch no random movie. Damn that! <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna say that. Then you want to talk a little chin, chin talk. But go ahead, go ahead with your list. Damn it! You <laughs> trying to shoot me up? Why <laughs> you say that? <laughs> all right, number three, I've got Mirror. I knew that was on there. One of the hockey movie with the uh, hockey movie. Oh. You, what? what was number four? Rocky Three. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I said I said five was a, a cross-up. Now, number two, this is gonna cause huge debate, but this is a cult classic. The Sandlot. Okay. Not necessarily debate though. Yeah, yeah. That's a good and move. Number, and, and number one. Oh, and number one. And I'm going to add, I'm going to add, wait, wait, hold up. None, my number one, and I'm going to add this on top of it. Friday Night Lights, the best football movie out there. I, I mean, okay, let me say this about your list. I kind of, I, I almost knew that you were going to have Friday Night Lights at number one. Uh-huh. Shocked. I'm shocked that he... He didn't have any given Sunday. I just knew that was gonna be on there. I no, well, no, no, well, wait, wait, let me let me wait, let here's me. the thing. Here's the thing. I thought about any given Sunday, but but here's the reason why I like I like Friday Night Lights better than any given Sunday. Because Friday, Friday, Friday Night Lights to me was like more 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 raw, more intense. Yeah, okay. I get it. And I think it was more realistic too. Huh? 
I think it was more realistic because it's true it, story. It was, it was, it was. But I think, I, I mean, and and, and, and your you have a good list. I, I'm not shocked that you don't have any given Sunday, only because I knew you were gonna have a track movie in there, and I knew you were gonna have a hockey movie in there. Mm-hmm. So it was gonna be hard to squeeze multiple mm-hmm. um uh, uh football movies in there. Mm-hmm. But how in the hell? Do you have Rocky three over two and one? Big, big, because because okay now let me all right let me say this, Rocky 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 was a B movie it won Best Oscar I I get all that the second the rematch with the power I get it but the reason why I have Rocky three was because of Mr T and how Mr T played that character because some of those lines. I- he would wait. Some of those phrases that he used were classic, and some of his actions they were classic to me. I I know I I know, but but just no. And the satellite at number two. Hey, the satellite oh. is a cold classic now. And I love them. I love the satellite. You know what? I'm with you, Jeff. I tried to be, but yeah. Hey, I don't mind you having it on your list, but there ain't no way in the hell it should have been in the top three. Number two, that's yeah. If, if hey. you would have had it, and if you would have had it, I don't know. I would have even th- third, even third. Okay, the top two, like it I'm is a sorry, classic. Man. It is a classic. Though. It, it to put, me the put, put it, it like the sandlot is a classic. It aged very well. I'll say that. It, it aged well. Like, I think I, I loved it as a kid, but I've learned to appreciate it more as an adult because mm-hmm. I thought it was just a kid's movie when I saw it. Now I don't look mm-hmm. at it the same way anymore. Right. right. You, do, you don't, you don't. But I mean, for put, put it like this. And the only reason why I truly I had it up there was because I was growing up when that movie came on I always watched it like no matter how many times I yeah. see it, if it came on I would I would always watch it and I was always sick with it I'm gonna tell you another movie and this was really tough but I really wanted to have Ali in this list that's a good movie Fuck no I really no. wanted to have Ali in my list but I couldn't that's a good movie man it was, was good up. but not top five no but that's Wait, 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 wait. So you saying the so you saying the movie sucks or it's not worthy being on top five on the list? I said, said not top, top five. five yeah. I, I just said not top five. That's all. I like okay, the movie. Wait, wait, wait. Give me your rundown one more time. Real fast. Honorable mention: Major League. Yeah. Number five: The Original Karate Kid. Number uh-huh. four. Number four: He Got Game. That can go. <laughs> Denzel Washington. Denzel that can Washington go. Is better than Muhammad that Ali. can go. Fuck that shit. That can go. What else? No, no, the fucking can't. Number three, Rocky. They ain't going no damn where. Number two, Friday Night Lights. I want to see you take that off. Number one, Remember the Titans. I want to see you take that off too. Not happening. No, no, no. You, wait a minute. You got you got to Remember the Titans in over Friday Night Lights. Why? Yes, I, Jason. I that's been my argument for years. Yeah. I yep, say something. I would I would, I would, a lot. I would have taken he got game and let and left that movie on there. Over oh, what? Um um no, I'm saying I would have taken off he got game. I can see remember the Titans still being on that list, but nope. Ooh. No, I, 
I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you why I have he got game on there. To me, and that's the thing. I know he got game really didn't do well at the box. It was office. probably only because of that sex scene in there. That's it. What the fuck? I don't give a fuck about that shit. No, I and, and let me say this: Ray Allen can't really act for shit, so maybe no. that's why it didn't do as well. But I love the the basketball action between Denzel and Ray Allen at the end. Like to me, it felt like they were playing for real. Like it to me, it wasn't no acting going on. Like Ray Allen is gonna be Ray Allen and play basketball in front of a camera. You just remind me of something. You know what I would throw in there instead of he got game basketball-wise? You mean basketball diaries? You've been no, out saying no, no, Coach no. Carter. Say, if I had to, if You've I been out say Coach Carter. Huh? Oh. No, no, no. If I had to throw a basketball movie on your list instead uh-huh. of game, you know what movie I would choose? What? White Man Can't Jump. That's good. Cool. That's good. Cool. I would throw you know, that on there that, as opposed to he got game. I really that would. would. Be, that, that would be, you know what? Yeah, basketball-wise, yeah, I could see that. I, I could see that. Um, but, I, I and I thought about hoop dreams, honestly. I almost had hoop dreams in there. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot of sports movies. Yeah, that, and, and keep in mind, somebody hasn't seen hoop dreams yet. I got you. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember it's, that conversation. It's, it's long. Now it's it's a it's a long but a good. He movie. got he got he got game was he got game was good. I'm not saying it was bad, but I know. I, I I I watched it because I've always been a huge Denzel. It was Denzel Washington and Spike Lee for me. Like even mm-hmm. though Ray Allen can't act for shit, it was like. Mm-hmm. Ray Allen was in the movie to play basketball. Well, well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We gotta let T get to his top five. We yeah, I got you. Yeah, you ain't rude. So, you know what? While y'all were doing this, I've been killing my list, man. I've been shuffling like a bug. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, take let's it away, it. sir. Take it away. Hey, I was just have to go with man. My honorable mention list could be a whole nother top five. It man, really, I'm, it really, I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm just some of the ones I thought about honorable mention. Okay. Know, okay. I, I still haven't told honorable mention. Is right now I got between Cool Runners and Space Jam for my honorable mention. I forgot about Cool Runners. See? Yeah. I forgot about yeah. Cool Runners. That's a good. Yeah, that's really. That's a good one. That's and, a great and I also, one. I also thought about Little Giants. Me, hey, hey, I like that too. I, I couldn't decide between Little Giants, Mighty Ducks, The Sandlot. Like it was a lot of. It was some. Yeah. Kids movies, quote unquote, that I was but really they important to us. You, right, yeah. exactly. You right. right. Okay, okay, see, go ahead. I'm going cool runners for my honorable mention. Okay. All right, all right. Oh, yeah, going with the black people. Psycho, you dead man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Got my boy uh David Ruffin in there too. So <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> all right. So number five, I'm gonna go with any given Sunday. Okay. All right. Why with the Number four. It's probably gonna be a shocker, maybe somewhat controversial, just a little maybe. I'm gonna go with Creed. I okay. love that. Okay, that's fair. That's okay. fair. Right. That's, that's fair. fair. Number three. Remember the Titans. Okay. Number two. I'm going with Friday Night Lights. And no one, because you know what? I really like. And that's the one I kept moving. 
Cause okay. I think I started at number five with it. Man, I just kept moving because I started. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I started you better think about it. I took the movie. You, you, like, you, I remember you. watching it. It was like, damn, like it's so good. It had yeah. drama, comedy, everything you want. Everything and it, it was real. You, you, you want to know why Friday Night Lights, it being high on your list, doesn't surprise me? Because every single serious scene in that movie, you crack up laughing at. Every single one. No, my my, my favorite my favorite was when Booby got hurt and his uncle stood up and he's like, look how ugly he is. <laughs> All right, so number one, which might come as a surprise to maybe Jason, well, maybe even Jeff. Number one, I have none other than Rocky Two. Oh. oh, okay. Let me let me oh, say I'm this about your list. Let, let me. I'm not. I am not shocked. I am. When I, heard, when I heard Creed in there, I said, "This motherfucker better have a Rocky movie in there somewhere." He <laughs> had, to, but I, I thought he would pick, pick the third one for sure. Because I remember we had no. <laughs> uh, Jason, I would say of all, Rocky Three is my favorite of all. Okay. Rocky, uh, okay, let me say this. Not, not to cut you off. Rocky Three might be the most entertaining. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I, I, I'll say yeah, I'll give yeah. it that. Without a doubt, I'll give it that. Rocky Three is my favorite. I feel like Rocky and Jeff made a great point about Rocky. Like it was the origin story. It was deep. It had a lot of stuff in it. You know? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, Rocky One, it wasn't more so about sports really because it was mostly drum like. They didn't really yeah. fight until like the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's true. That's then, true. Then, that's but true. Rocky Two, you know, you start off with the events of the last one. You know, you see them recuperating in the hospital. Like it had everything. It's showing how, yeah. you know, what I mean, you know how he his life moved after that. And I don't know. Like it's just always been like if anybody asks me to do a top five Rocky, Rocky Two is always my number one. And um, you know, and everybody okay. loves to say Rocky Four is the best, but. No, I, I would say Rocky 2. I would go Rocky. I like Rocky 3 over Rocky 4, of course. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, so I'm like 2 1, 3 4. And Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa was better than that. was good. Desire. I like that. I like yeah, that. I agree. I agree. Rocky Balboa was good, man. It's underrated. It was. It was. It was good. It, it, you know, it served its purpose during that time. It was good. Yeah. It was, it was solid. And, and 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 what was so crazy was everybody said that movie was gonna be a flop. Everybody was saying that. Yeah, cause the cause five was so bad. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. it was. That was awful. <laughs> yeah. And and you know what, Jeff? To I I take back what I said about um he got game and, and a white man can't jump because there was there was a there was a and I, I was trying to think of it but but now I got it um. Above the rim, I will take above. Now you know what? Hey, you know what? Hey, I will take that's above. Movie right now. I love that. That movie yeah. good, man. It was. Yeah, it has that's some great actors great. too. And yeah. boy, Lee, boy, Leon was in that one too. Yes, yes, yeah. You could yep. if if you if you had if if you had above the rim as an honorable mention, I'd understand. If you had above the rim as number one, I'd understand. Like that could be anywhere. Like yeah. above the rim is that good. Yeah. Is that good? 
Yeah, like honestly, yeah. The soundtrack and everything, good. Yeah. Great soundtrack, man. I love that movie. I love the one Pain Boy. Tupac Boy? Yeah, I, me too. Yeah. And then Bernie <laughs> Mac had a small role in that movie too. Yeah. You said Bernie Mac? Yeah, he played the ball. Yeah, I know, man. They All had, right, they had so, my boy like that. Yeah, that was a great movie. All right, so it's time to move on to Scumbag of the Week. Good job on the uh, top five. Dude. Scumbag of the Week, y'all. What's your name, Sunday? I'm gonna go to hell, cause I'm a piece of shit. It ain't hard to fucking tell. All right, so here we go. Scumbag of the week. Who you got, Jason? All right. All right. So my scumbag of the week, and I actually had to think about this for a while, but it doesn't have to do what well, it's gotta do with people, but it's more of a particular group. I'm gonna give this to y'all, and it's gonna throw y'all off a little bit, but sports replay. And here's the reason. Oh, oh, oh. Here's the reason why. Oh, and, and, oh. and see, here's and see here. Okay, so the reason why I have this in there is because there was a baseball game between the Braves and the Phillies that were played. Sure, I was watching and it. It live. was top of the ninth inning, and and um, a Philly person slid in the home, and the call that the ump made was that he was safe. <laughs> To a now, keep in mind, I'm at a restaurant now. I'm at a restaurant eating. We were with some friends, and I heard, and we're in Texas, so obviously this had to do with Philly, with Georgia or Pennsylvania fans. But we heard the loudest drawing like moan that you will ever hear, and I'm like, what the heck happened? And I look, and I see the replay, and I'm like, okay, the guy didn't touch the bag. Clearly, you know, he's out. He's not safe. They go to replay, and apparently there was an angle that replay must have seen that we didn't, and they thought he touched the bag. So my thing is, I'm just getting tired. Like, if you're making a judgment call, I get it. That's a judgment call. But why in the bloody hell do we have technology and we clearly see it the other way, and they're like, no, we're going to go with the call of the field stance. Like, I could name probably five sports calls that were clearly weren't meant that, that were, that was a judgment call, and then you watch the replay, and it's clearly there. You have that call. You have the um, 99 NFC Championship game with Bird Emanuel with the Bucks and the Rams, and they said he didn't catch the ball when he clearly. Oh, my God, yes. He clearly caught the ball, and it comes down to replay. So my, my thing is. Uh, you forgot one. Was that? Green Bay and Dallas. Oh, Dez. Dez caught it. Ooh. See, see, ooh, see, I can't, okay. Oh, man, see. Oh, man, you got me a tongue twister now. You got it. Me a tongue twister. Because technically, he did catch the ball. He did catch the ball and made a football move and went to the ground. And, ooh, boy, that, yeah, that one in there, too. That one in there, too. But my thing is, we have video technology that clearly tells us what it is that we need to know and what and what's going on. We're seeing games taken away by something that we see at home that clearly is the case, but yet it goes to it goes to New York, it goes to whoever and all this and that, and we're letting them decide the fate of the game. And it is clearly highway robbery. It really, really is. And I'm just getting tired of it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm definitely with you on that, Jason. That was that was terrible. That was terrible. Ted, you want to take it next? I don't know if we lost him or what. Well, all right. Since he's muted right now, I'll go. So maybe he's frustrated. My scumbag of the week, and this actually goes back a couple of weeks. So I, I know we hadn't recorded in a while, but my my scumbag is Adrian Broner. Uh, those of you what that did he don't, do, I'm about to tell you. So those of you that don't know, Adrian Broner is a boxer who. Uh, very um, arrogant, huge ego, you know, just, you know, he, he wants to be, he wanted to be the next Floyd Mayweather. Well, the reason why he's my scumbag of the week, I don't know if you two are familiar with the incident that happened between Quavo and Saweetie in the elevator, where they got into my, okay, so Quavo and Sweetie got into a somewhat of, I guess you call it a physical altercation. And the footage that you see is that you basically see Quavo swing Sweetie to the ground. And we know what happens with the camera and, and videotape and all of that. But I believe in the earlier portion of the video, you see Sweetie, I think Sweetie slaps him or like takes a swipe at him. Well, the reason why Adrian Bronner is my scumbag is because he called the incident between those two black love. I didn't know he said that. You, you know... Hey, man, leave my boy alone. <laughs> <laughs> if that is not some of the most idiotic shit I have heard in my life, let me tell you something. The only way that I need to be physical with a woman is when I got to handle some business that will remain nameless on this podcast. That's the only way I'm th that I'm gonna get physical. That's why I said that, Terrence. You put that damn <laughs> you put that damn timeout sign down. Yeah, I went there. I don't care. Adrian Bronner is an idiot and he is annoying. He gets on my damn nerves. I want him to just go away. I know he can be very entertaining. But in this instance, you, sir, are an idiot. I don't want no black love that gets physically violent. I don't. I don't want to deal with that. Well, Jeff, to back you up real quick, if he can, if he keep getting knocked out like the way he has been, <laughs> he just might go away. He might. You might be right. Terrence, I, I know Broner is your boy. I know you find him highly, highly entertaining. I He's hilarious, it. man. <laughs> he has his moments where he is extremely funny. I, man, that man said that. That man said, all these biscuits in here bull me. I thought they want some chicken and rice, man. That man, boy, <laughs> on wire TV. I was dying. That's your brother, nut, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and see, and I, and I hate it because I'm laughing. I know that he has some entertainment value. But 
in that particular instance where he spoke on Quavo and his ex, he was stupid and a scumbag. So he's my scumbag this week. I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But this Adrian brought up there. Just I, yes, I, I know. I know. I, I know. I know. But I was just so floored by what I shouldn't have been floored by what he said, but but in that moment I was like hey. I literally went to my phone and typed that in. My boy got CT. He, hey, he might. I literally went to my phone and put that in my note app to uh uh to to save it because I knew he was gonna be my scumbag one of these weeks. Well, I love I love Adrian Brother. I boy. know he do. I can't. That interview he did with Pacquiao talking about Lord Vader, you gotta worry about me. <laughs> Man. That man is hilarious. He scared, he, scared, he scared the hell out of uh he scared the hell out of the great. I ain't no see the skinny dude, a skinny dude that's in shape with no neck. I ain't no see. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. That man is hilarious, bro. I love it. I, I do. <laughs> he said, he said, Floyd Mayweather, you need to be worried about me. That is funny. That is funny. I can't even lie. <laughs> So that's 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 my scumbag, y'all. Man, oh my boy, man. I can't believe it. <laughs> Step away for a second, he on my boy. Yeah, yeah. Had to get him, man. Had to get him. All right. You two have some great scumbags on the week. My scumbag of the week. Let me tell you how much of a scumbag I think he is. Uh-oh. He's been my scumbag of the week for three consecutive weeks. Oh my God. All the time we ain't been recording the podcast, this man been my scumbag of the week. Uh oh. America, my scumbag of the week is none other than Lil Nas X. Oh, <laughs> I know where he's going. Damn, I forgot. I already know where he's going. Fucking Nas X. This SO boy. You know, he, what he did with you, you know, I, hey, it's ridiculous. You know, he making money. That's, you know, that's his grand thing. You know, but my problem with him, it ain't even about him being gay mm-hmm. or gay them, if you will. Yeah. You were. Is that he's monetizing off of being gay. Mm. He's making money off of this gay facade. And it's just about his need for attention. His music ain't worth a damn. It, nope. So nope. he using this, you know, he using his sexuality to maintain popularity. That's all it's about. It ain't yeah. about him being open, being in, trying to inclusive and teaching these other kids to uh, speak their truth. No, that's about yeah. him making money. Before he came out that little crap song, Old Town Road. You know, he was standing in basements or uh, what do you say you stand on the couch or something like that? He was broke. I think on the couch or something like that. Yeah, he was broke. So I, I guess he's taking the NBA young boy approach. Never broke again. Young boy never broke again. So, yeah. You know, he going to do whatever it takes not get broke. Like, you know, even quote unquote selling his soul. Like, like come on, man. That's ridiculous. There's plenty of ways to make money. Then that video is just over the top. Yeah. I mean, look, this man is just a scumbag. It ain't about his sexual orientation. It's about how he's exploiting his sexual orientation for monetary gains and for notoriety. It's all about him making attention, making headlines, and, you know, he's just making it. 
like, you know, most this Chick-fil-A shoe. And I know Chick-fil-A, you know, is a Christian uh, restaurant or whatever. And, you know, they have been outspoken about uh, homosexuality and stuff like that in recent times, all that. But, you know, this man, you know, honestly, I wouldn't even put it past him to not even be a uh, homosexual. I think he's just using off of monetary. <clears throat> you think so? Yes. And that's why he's my scumbag of the week. Uh, I definitely agree. And I, I let me say this. I think that is something to be said about, you know, whatever your sexual orientation may be, you know, that that is one thing. But using it for monetary gain is definitely something else. And then to use it for monetary gain to basically to troll people. Because we know right. that's why he did. That's all them. We we know. Like, and I and I had to get. I had to, like, I had to take a take a step back myself and think. Like, you know what? He really is just doing this to get the type of reaction that he's looking for. Because honestly, less than a year ago, I didn't know that he was gay, and I don't I don't care for the fact that he is gay. It, it doesn't it doesn't bother me at all that he is but using your sexuality is just like because hmm, you're dancing with the devil you're I'm, excuse me you're giving the devil a lap dance in this video all right okay and and that's what uh clarification hey i feel the same way about cardi b and megan the same yeah 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 <laughs> right so it, it's it's just much and i get it i really wish america would just ignore the hell out of him because <laughs> if he hey he'll, he'll get out of the way because that's what he wants you can yeah. tell he's just fighting for attention so every time you know he can look tweet something like that it's all about getting more attention it is. if america would just ignore him to take his little eating ass away yeah i i definitely agree with you on that all right folks that's the uh just of it, that was all our scumbags of the week. Now it's time to move on to our last topic of the night unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. So, my unpopular opinion for this week, and this is going to be controversial to a lot of black people, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Now, in the past, we've discussed about, you know, um, you know, whether or not we want to see more, you know, uh, head, head coaches in the NFL that are black, you know, college to, you know, both of those. But recently, um, Tennessee State University decided to hire Eddie George as their new head coach, which I like, but the only argument that I have against that is He's never been a coach. He has never been a coach. So I'm trying to understand what qualifications he have. Like, let, let's do his background. Heisman Trophy winner, went to Ohio State, played nine years in, in the NFL. Now, I would say probably when he played, he was a he he may have been a top five running back. And that, and that's being respectful when I say that. But 
you play for eight years, whatever, with, with the Titans, then you become a Cowboy for that one year or two or th- what whatever it was. But my only thing is, I'm pretty sure that there are other Black candidates that are more qualified to be a head coach than, than Eddie George. And what I'm starting to get the feel is, is if you were an NFL player, if you were respectable, you could be great or whatever the case may be is. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you know, HBCU was looking at you. Let's go ahead and make him a head coach. See if we can swing this thing around. Hugh Jackson is an assistant. He's well more than qualified to be a head coach than Eddie George. So what I'm really getting, what I'm really getting sick of is, yes, I want, I want black coaches to get the opportunity, but at the same time, you got to put in some time. You can't just be handed, just, just outright handed the job and thinking that it's going to mean anything because I'm, I'm going to tell you, like, before we lost Tavares, he was a quarterback's coach at Tennessee State. If he had still been living, he would have been more qualified to be the head coach at this particular point. So I'm just really, like, I get it, like, as, as Black people, we want to see progress. We want to see change. But at the end of the day, you got to have credentials. That's just me personally. You got to have credentials to land, to land these big-time gigs. Deion Sanders, you know, this is first year Jackson State. He was an offensive coordinator for three years in high school. But at least he's a coach. At least he's a coach. So at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's like what I just said. I mean... I want more black coaches to get the opportunity and for HBCU school, it is good. But at the same time, you got to have a resume besides just being an NFL player. I mean, let's be real. What was Eddie, um, Eddie George doing when he retired? This dude was acting in a theater. He was a, he was an actor. He had done Broadway plays and all this and that. And I would tell him to his face, like, look, dude, we get it. You're an NFL player. You can act. You have a gorgeous wife. I get all that. But to be a head coach out the blue, just like that, I mean, it's, it's just going to be funny. I, w- I wish him the very best, but we have got to do a better job when it comes to these hirings at, a- at HBCUs. And I'm telling you, the more qualified you are, the, the, the better the chances. But just to pull somebody like out the street just like this. I mean, it's it's just crazy to me. Um, I agree. Like, I, I, I think that what Tennessee State did, they went for a recognizable name. And I believe, and I, I hate saying this, but I believe this is going to start a trend that HBCU colleges will turn into stepping stools for black coaches to get to the NFL. That's what I think it's going to turn into. Because you said Deion Sanders, you said he he was offensive coordinator for three years in high school. I don't care if it was Texas. Like, (laughs) nothing made Deion qualified to to be the head coach at Jackson State. Nothing. You're right. Like he didn't, he didn't go from being a coordinator in high school to going to a, I don't know, an unknown FCS school or a, a D2 school even. Like, you know, it's like 
if Dion really wanted to prove himself, go to a school that we ain't never heard of as black exactly. people. You know, or go, or 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 go to your alma mater and do your thing at four. Or go take a coordinator job or position job at another school at a at Florida State. Work your way up. And I'm only using Florida State ego to be a position coach. No, you got me there. That that's true. I I agree. But but what I say, his ego's too big to be just a position coach. Which I, I, I totally agree with that. That's true. But but it's like from what I've been seeing on social media, they said that like Ed Reed is is interested in being a coach at the HBCU and Ray well, Lewis. He's he been coaching now. No, no, I'm not no, now I'm not sorry, I'm not saying Ed Reed. Ed Reed has been coaches, so coaching. So he he's qualified. Ray Lewis, nigga, what you been doing besides cooning on TV? Exactly. Like no, what I want you to do, right, Lewis, I actually just want you off of TV altogether. They want him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's what That's true. <laughs> me too. Like, it, and even if Ray Lewis did want to be a head coach, you got to work your way up. Like, and then, but my thing is, why the HBCUs? Why just a stepping stool to right. get like what if Ray Lewis went to fam you and then his dream job? was to go coach at the University of Miami. No. Right. Don't use us, don't use black schools as a stepping stool. Right. Build a foundation. Bring in other black coaches with you that can build somewhat of a foundation. Yeah. Have some type of right. lineage, I guess. I don't know if that's completely possible, but start a black tree. Like we always talk about he came from the Bill Belichick tree or he came from the uh, 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 Bill Walsh tree of coaches. Let these black, let these up and coming black coaches have their own tree it, yeah. within college. We know that we know that NFL ain't for us as far as head coaching. We know that. So do it with HBC. We need to focus. Black coaches in HBCUs need to focus on HBCUs becoming powerhouses opposed to stepping stools so i agree with you jason all right so it is my turn and uh, you know i want to talk about something that's ridiculous we're going to continue the america series here again america I want you to know, I don't seek out these unpopular opinions. They just come to me. I was scrolling on Facebook, and I see that April, apparently, is uh, C-Section Awareness Month. Okay? Yes, true story. Let me make this up. Apparently, April is C-Section Awareness Month. So, my curiosity brought me to a certain thing, and which ultimately brought me my unpopular opinion. My unpopular opinion tonight is America need to let go of the succession of awareness months. <laughs> let me tell you. I looked it up. April, let me tell you, all the awareness month. You know, at first it was a time where April automatically, you know, autism awareness month. You know, 
It was uh, October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, 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 give me another one. Well, you know, hell, it used to be oh, that yeah. close too. It it, to be, yeah, yeah. And we were fine with it. America, the only way you could be aware of something, if you have the time to be aware. And now, you know, all the other stuff in, you got to be aware of everything. April, let's take April. I looked it up. Alcoholic Awareness Month. Irritable Bowel Syndrome Awareness Month. National Autism Awareness Month. National Child Abuse, Abuse Prevention Month. National Donate, Donate Life Month. National Facial Protection Month. National Minority Health Month. National Parkinson's Awareness Month. National Sarcoidosis Awareness Month. Occupational Therapy Month. Oral Cancer Awareness Month. Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month. STI Awareness Month. Stress Awareness, Stress Awareness Month. Really? We're not aware that we stressed out America? That's typically Council Awareness Month. And we, and I, I'm not even halfway through the list. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. Like, sooner or later, we're going to have, we're going to have uh, Fat People Awareness Month. We're going to have uh, a damn Man Titties Awareness Month. All kind of stuff. Like, this is ridiculous, America. Like, yep. That what got me the stress. Stress awareness month. We need awareness to know that we have stress in our life. Really, <laughs> America. We are aware. We don't no. need. We don't need awareness to be aware. Awareness is becoming the most overused word in America today. <laughs> right behind tox, toxic. Oh yeah, toxic. And virtual. Those are like the two buzzwords right now. Toxic <laughs> and virtual. Oh, toxic has made a grand entrance and it's yeah. just refused to go to it hell. It has there. blown the doors wide yes. open. Yes, that's everybody's favorite word. If something don't go in their favor, oh, that person toxic. Oh, that situation is toxic. I remove myself from toxic situation. We got everybody on Facebook being uh, uh, personal health counselors. We got people <laughs> on Facebook being uh, relationship gurus. People on Facebook being uh, parents of the year, teaching people like how to not discriminate children and things like that. Like, America, oh. <laughs> and it starts with these awareness months. Everybody want to be aware of this and aware of that. And all of a sudden now, they think they're experts because they're aware that, uh, excuse me, they're aware that autism exists. They're aware that uh, stress exists. They're aware that uh, sexual assault exists. Yeah, where the occupational <laughs> therapy is this? There, there, there is probably a there's probably an ADHD awareness month. I'm sure somewhere. I'm sure it is somewhere. This is one month. I, I found this website, Healthline.com. America, go there. You got each month listed. September. Oh my God, September is crazy. You know. Oh I'm, God. But this is ridiculous. This is, I mean, come on, man. America, we we aware. We are. That's we are crazy. more than aware. Healthy Aging Month in September. Who? Healthy Aging Month in September. What? What? <laughs> Yoga Awareness Month in September. Like, oh my gosh. I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's yes. Yes. Wow. 
Man, he went into a whole spiel right there. So <laughs> that that's you, Terrence. You 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 you're done or you, you got some more? I'm done. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I, can just go, I, I, good. Just, I just I just go on and on, but you know, hey, I yeah. have to cut it off somewhere. I ain't gonna be like them, just you know, ever going with these awarenesses <laughs> and things like that. Like, geez. Yeah. After a while, it's, right. gonna, it's gonna be waking up on time or what is month. What is the end? Stop it, America. Set, a, set an alarm clock for that. That's all you yeah. gotta do. Oh nope, alarm clock setting awareness month. <laughs> you set your alarm clock. Daylight saving time awareness month in November. Let's add that. All right. Whew. So my unpopular opinion this week. I don't know if you two were aware of, and this is this this kind of this trended on social media. I saw it on Facebook and Instagram this week, or well, last week. There was a guy, a black guy, who proposed with multiple rings. Oh, I saw. Oh that. God, I saw that. Boy, I was going. He was almost my scumbag of the week too. I lost I, it. You, I, I mean, lost I was trying it. to decide, but he was going to be either scumbag or my unpopular opinion. So my unpopular opinion this week: proposing with multiple rings is stupid. It's just flat out stupid. And and you know what? This is for the men. These this is for the guys that say, "Oh man, he's raising the bar." And this is for the women that say. This is for the women that say, oh my God, that's so thoughtful. And, and he's stepping up and he's doing, he's going above and beyond. No, the fuck he's not. The reason why this is stupid, you know, um, proposing to Sarah was one of the proudest moments of my life, if not the proudest. It was it was something that I took a whole lot of pride in. I, Jason, I'm still happy that you were able to come. Um, it was it was something that I just absolutely love, and I was able to get the ring that I wanted at the time for her. And you know, she cried, she got emotional, she was happy. I proposed with one ring. She said yes. We got married. We'll be married going on three years come June. I didn't need four other rings for her to choose from because I thought it would be creative or I didn't want to have to put in extra work to uh, to show how much I love or care for her. To me, when you propose like that, to me is no different than me going to a jewelry store, getting down on one knee saying, hey, will you marry me? And then say, go ahead and pick out your ring. That shit is lazy as fuck. That's a huge mistake. And guess what? You propose in the middle of a, of a, of a jewelry store, you, you must have forgot. She could tell your ass no. Let's, let's not forget that. Proposing is still a question. It's, it's not a given that the woman that you're proposing to is even going to say yes. So even the whole fact that you did this whole helicopter ride and y'all were dressed to the T, okay, that was cool. I ain't had no problem with the attire. I really didn't even have too much of an issue with the helicopter. You wanted, you know, people do kind of go 
above and beyond for proposing, you know, and, and you know, I didn't want to just do a proposal myself at like a restaurant. I didn't want to do something so typical, but I damn sure wasn't proposing with multiple rings and saying, hey, baby, choose one of these five. Or, or, or saying, you know what? I'm proposing to you with five rings so you can wear five rings for every day of the week. What the fuck oh, I look? shit. Like, and because, because in the end, what's he going to do? He's going to take four of the motherfuckers back. Because if you don't, he's a damn fool. Ain't nobody, like, I, I get so, I get so annoyed with this social media attention and wanting to go viral and begging for attention. And it's like, and then I list, I looked at the video and in the video, you can hear the guy saying, he, and, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I lost you once before. I don't want to lose you again. Okay, cool. I, I ain't got no problem with that, but she done left your ass once before. Who's to say that she wouldn't leave your ass again? And I, I know you're 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 proposing, so the, in the end, it's it's for her to be your wife for forever. Cool, but proposing with five rings, and you you're going to take four of them back because why are you gonna pay for rings that she ain't gonna wear? And I'm not giving you a ring a different ring ring to wear every single day of the week. No, no, no. People, black people especially, cut the shit. Just stop. That's my unpopular opinion. You want to know what's funny about what you just said, Jeff? Because you, you had me thinking about like my proposal, like you know what I did. Mm. It, it, it's funny because we take some serious thought in how we're gonna do it, but mm. we're gonna like we're not gonna like overblow it to the point to where you know you ask yourself, was this really necessary to do? Like, <laughs> But like Toya can tell you, she said she tells me this all the time. She hated the way how she looked when I proposed to her. I'm like, I don't care about how you look. I don't yeah. care. Like it's it's a thought, it's the purpose behind it that we put on it and all this and that. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna open a ring box and have it be like five rings here. You pick. Oh hey, right. hey. Yeah. It, it don't come down to stuff like that. That's why like a lot of times females nowadays. Like they want to have the perfect proposal or whatever in their head. But it's like, look, if we plan the slightest thought into making it that, you know, special because it's you and it's, it's the situation, that's what it is. Like, okay, so Jeff, your proposal, you you propose mm -hmm. park. Y'all been to that park before? I mean, we used to meet up there all the time. Right, exactly. Me, me and Toy, I proposed her at Disney World. That was the first place I took her to when we, when, when we were dating. Yeah. And all that other good stuff. But it, but I, I feel you though, dude. And then, and then the, what, what really makes the situation bad is, is like, you sit there and talk about the proposal that you want, and it's like, if it doesn't happen, now you're demeaning us. I'm like, no, it ain't for the fact that you're trying to demean us, but I'm not going to sit here and go to a jewelry store. First off, I'm not even going to take you to a jewelry store so you can pick out a ring that you want because you're probably going to get the most expensive damn thing there is. But no, I get it. I get it. Ain't no way in hell I'm no. going to have my, my future wife uh, say to me, well, I, I want to go pick out my ring. No. Yeah. There are just certain aspects mm -hmm. of being a man and becoming a husband mm -hmm. that 
are not going to be taken away from us. The way I, I propose to you is up to me. Yeah, and I tell, and I tell you this is—I tell you this is an extra token. When she get that ring on her finger, if she go behind your back and get that junk of praise, that tells a lot right there. I, I mean, you know what? That means a lot I, to I, me. I mean, I, you know. Hey, hey, you speaking from personal experience, or are you just saying? <laughs> no, I'm, no, no, I'm just. Oh no, I oh no, I've only done one proposal once, my friend. Well, well, and, and I do kind of feel you on that, Jason, about the going for because I think I, I saw a, a clip somewhere where it was a guy appraising the value of these women's rings and they were like completely shocked at the value of it but my whole thing is it could be a cubic zirconium from walmart don't matter it doesn't matter it, it does not matter i it's not and it's not about the value of the ring it's the fact that i want to give you this symbol to show you that i love you yeah and i want to spend the rest of my life with you the value of it doesn't matter what it costs doesn't matter. So no, nah, they yeah, I, I wish I wish a woman would would have told me, um, I this is the kind of proposal that I want. No, you're gonna get the kind of proposal I'm gonna give you. Yeah. And if you're not, if you don't like it, hey, I don't be with you. Yeah. Well, I, I, look, America, you had a second unpopular opinion, uh free of charge. <laughs> Like, these women these days, they don't deserve no fire ring. Hell, they barely deserve one. That's it. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, hey, man, you already know we live in an entire generation, but these women, man, these women these days, they don't know love. They all materialistic, all what you can do for them, this and that. You know, they want to be, you know, they want to pick and choose when, uh, they want to pick and choose when uh, you can show serious to them. They want, they want you to get, they want to sit their ass in the car when it's time to pump gas. They want to sit their ass in the car when it's time to get out the fucking car. I want you to uh, open the door for them. But hey, when it comes to, hey, hey, you paying the bill too? Oh, they don't want to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Something like that, you know what I mean? So, hey, you want to pick and choose when, when you want to be sure you want to be an independent, uh, independent yeah. one. But hey, when it comes time to paying bills or and this and that. No, they don't want to be independent woman. They want you to be a, a gentleman and chivalrous and all that. And, 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 I, and I'm not what they want. Like it's it's so and I'm, not, and I'm not predicating my desire to date you on a bill that I can pay for you. Like I'm not, I'm not, I don't have to prove to you that I can pay one of your bills or any of your bills uh, uh, to date you. If I'm asking you out on a date, that means I'm willing to pay for the date. I'm not paying none of the bills in your name. And see, I'm not doing that. And, and see, that's that's where a lot of women get that misconstrued because once because once y'all become a couple in junk, then they in their eyes it's like an understanding. It's like, hey, if I get in trouble or whatever the case would be, you you know you got my back. And you know that's why, like you know, when couples live together, it's like, ooh. Like you, you got to be ready for that. That's why y'all need to have people need to have discussions about what it is before they do decide to move mm -hmm. it together. Yeah, yep. That's a whole, but that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother damn day. Yes, oh, it yeah. is. That's ridiculous. You feel like you like shit, man. You should throw all them damn rings in the trash. You feel like you had a bottle of fire. That means you don't deserve mm -hmm. one. Damn the jokes. Yep. They, yeah, I'm with you. Shame then, shame now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> or or you could pull what one of my um one of my employees did recently, and he and he and I was with him too. He got like a he got like a seventy five dollar ring, or whatever, and mm-hmm. he got a sales box and flipped it. <laughs> hey, it worked. It's, it's creative. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Creative. Yeah. I ain't got no pro- got no issue with that either. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, hey, that's another successful episode of Rants, Rays, and BS. Really enjoyed this one. Hey, we unpacked a lot of stuff, got a lot yeah. of things off our chest. About three weeks worth. So, uh, continue to uh, listen and subscribe to our podcast. Get your friends involved. Tell them to come listen to your Rants, Rays, and BS. Tell them yes. about us and. Um, we thank you for listening. Continue to do so. Yeah. Thank you, America. We appreciate yeah, we'll all the support. Yep. All right. So until next week, I want to know. This is for my nigga Q Down to earth Join us peace baby You know how we roll There's so many that don't know You know I can do it This goes out to my nigga Q Rest in peace baby
I hate him Wish God I didn't have him But I'm glad that he made him The roaches, the rats, the strays, the cats The guns, knives, and bats Every time I scrap The hustler, the dealing, the robber, the stealing The shit with the ceiling Little boy with no feeling The frustration, rage Trapped inside a cage The beatings till the age I carry the 12 days My heart, the fight, the wrong, the right, it's done! I don't know.